Welcome to Meaning Over Money, a different kind of financial podcast where money is never about money. Welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are so excited to have you here. We hope you're having an awesome week. And regardless of when you're listening to this, we hope it adds value to your journey. And if it does add value, it would mean the world to us if you would share with a friend or to rate and review our show. It makes a big difference. I was talking to my friend Derek recently, and I was explaining to him the episode that I was going to record, and it was the last episode about the last 23 and a half years, uh, a review of the century in the stock market. And I was sharing the idea, the concept, and, and the, the conclusions. And he made a couple comments that triggered this episode. And there's, it's this idea that we're scared to invest. We're scared to invest when the stock market is doing bad, which is ridiculous because when the market is bad, that's when we should want to invest. But we're also scared to invest when the stock market is too, quote unquote, too high. I mean, we say to ourselves, it's too high right now. I'm going to wait until it goes down. Except the problem here is we don't have an eight ball. We can't, we can't shake our little magic eight ball and know when the market's going to go down. Whenever we go down this road of playing the timing game, we usually lose. The statistics and the data prove that out, that we do not do good at predicting the timing of the stock market, when it's going to go up, when it's going to go down. We don't do a good job of predicting that. So today, I wanted to talk about this concept of when the stock market is too high. And I shared a couple examples on the last episode about when we've had crashes. And I want to put this into context. Because there's been many times in my adult life where the stock market felt, quote-unquote, too high. And it didn't feel like a good time to invest, because why would you invest at a peak? You know this whole thing, buy low, sell high, right? Why would you buy high? Why would you buy high? If you're supposed to buy low, sell high, why would you buy high? And it goes back to this idea that nobody can time the market. Nobody can predict what's going to happen. So here's a couple a couple thoughts. August of 2000, again, just inside of this century, Y2K has happened. The tech bubble was about to burst. 9-11 hasn't happened yet. We are riding high. We are riding a wave into the new century. And the stock market hit a peak essentially in August of 2000. So my question is this, if you would have invested at the peak, that was an all-time high by far, by far an all-time high. What if you would have invested at the peak? Because again, you're supposed to, aren't you supposed to buy low, sell high? So you're buying high, you're buying at an all-time high. What would have happened if you bought at an all-time high and where would that have taken you? Well, if you would have bought at the all-time high in August of 2000-ish, you would have almost tripled your money between then and now. You would have almost tripled your money from buying at the all-time high 
in late 2000 to now. So you were buying high, but were you buying high? You were buying high in the context of its current day. But if you were a long-term thinker and you were patient, you were actually buying low. Because the stock market has a 155-year history of going up a little over 9% a year. So you were buying high for the time, but in the, in the zoomed-out con- contextual way of thinking about it, you were buying low over the course of a long, long time. Fast forward. Tech bubble burst. Stock market went down 46%, and it ran back up. And you get into late 2007, which was early in my career. It was a painful time. But the stock market hit a new all-time high, just exceeding where it had hit in 2000. So the stock market hit a new all-time high. Things felt a bit frothy. It felt like there was a little too much exuberance. When you're out mowing the yard and the neighbor just wants to talk about trading stocks, that's kind of when you know. It's kind of when you know you've come too far. So contextually, it felt really high. And it was the all-time high in the stock market. Again, had you held from late 2007 until today, you would have gone up 2.9%. I'm sorry, 2.9 times your investment. You would have almost tripled your investment. Let's fast forward to something that we all remember. Early 2020, we start to hear these stories about COVID. And first it was China. And then it was Europe and Italy. And we started to hear it. And we're like, well, maybe it won't come here. And then all of a sudden, well, there's a couple cases here. And it felt like a freight train coming. And how quickly it changed our culture. But the stock market hit an all-time high. All-time high. In January of 2020 which, by the way, was more than double of the all-time high back in 2007. So we hit this all-time high in January of 2020, right before COVID crushed us, and we lost another 32%. So this whole notion of, well, maybe you shouldn't invest now. It's too high. It feels too rich. Maybe we need to wait. Maybe we need to wait and invest later. But we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if the market's going to keep going up. We don't know if it's going to go down. But here's what would have happened if you would have invested at the all-time high in January of 2020, right before COVID hit. You would be up 1.4 times from what you started. You'd be up 37%. 37% return. You'd have 1.4 times as much money as you had when you started. So plus 37% had you invested at the worst time to buy, felt too much, maybe we should just wait. Now, there's an argument to be made that you could say, well, duh, Travis, What you're saying is true, but if you would have just waited until it fell, then you would have had much better returns than the numbers you're just spouting off just a few minutes ago. That's true. That is true. When I say that 
you would have triple the amount that you invested if you would have invested right before the GFC in, in 2007. The argument you could make to me is, well, Travis, you'd have a lot more than three times as much money if you would have waited until the market went down. And you would be correct. But I want you to consider this. We don't know what's going to happen. We talked about how in January of 2020, the stock market tanked. We lost 32% in five weeks. That was probably one of the more violent crashes I've ever experienced. It wasn't the deepest, but it was the most violent. So let me ask you this. We're in the middle of COVID. We're five weeks into COVID. And it's, it's not feeling any better. The numbers are getting worse. Lockdowns are coming. Things are getting really weird. All of our lives were impacted in some way, some profoundly so. But as the stock market is absolutely collapsing, and it had lost 32% of value in five weeks, it could have, who knows how far it could have gone down. There was no real reason for it not to continue to go down. It was so violent, and things were so weird and tough. Are you telling me if you're playing the game where you're predicting what's going to happen and you just make good decisions, can you honestly say that you knew from that point that the stock market was going to go up 84% over the next 21 months? From March of 20 to December of 21, the stock market went up by 84%. You almost doubled your money in less than two years. That is absurd. And if you surveyed investing professionals, companies that do this for a living, when the stock market was tanking in 2020, and it was just a nightmare, and it was uncharted territory, we were going through things we've never gone through before. I don't think you'll find one article, one quote, one podcast, one TV show, anything of anybody saying, you know what I think is going to happen? I think the stock market's going to nearly double in less than two years. I don't think that was on the docket for people. So we can play the game where we say, yeah, I'm just going to wait till it crashes and I'm going to make these choices and I'm going to outsmart people and outsmart the market. It's not that easy. It's not that easy. And one of the, the running comments that I hear from people is they'll say, I'm getting ready to invest when it's a good time. I'm waiting until, and you fill in the blank, I'm waiting until it collapses. I'm waiting until it goes down. There's a, there's a notion that we need to wait to invest until the time is right. And they'll say, Travis, I bet it's going to be a good time to invest soon. I always say the best time to invest is today. There's that old saying that says, the best time to invest was 20 years ago, and the second best time is today. We can't play that game. If we play that game, we will lose. My encouragement to people is, every day is a good day to invest. 
Today may be a high this year. The stock market might crash tomorrow. It might. But I'm not thinking about investing in terms of, of days, weeks, months, or even years. I think about investing in terms of decades. Today may feel really high, but if you're looking at investing over a, a multi-decade period, today is low. Today is always low. Tomorrow might be lower, but low is low. That's my encouragement to you. My encouragement to you is to not get hung up on, does it feel too, too high? Is it an all-time high? We can't play those games. I'm going to end with this statistic. And I, wanted, I didn't know the answer to this, so I Googled it. And Google, of course, knows everything. But here's a statistic that is staggering. And I knew it was going to be staggering, but I didn't know how staggering it was going to be. We obsess often about all-time highs. And, and we get concerned. We don't want to invest when it's an all-time high. From 1950 until 2022, the stock market has set 1,526 all-time highs. That's an average of 21 days per year over 70 years. 21 times a year, the stock market will hit an all-time high. That's crazy. That's like one out of every 12 days. One out of every 12 trading days. So we can't obsess about the all-time highs. We can't obsess about, does it feel too much? All we can do is know that in the context of a long period of time, today is cheap. Today's great. Today's the best day ever to invest. We have to have that perspective if we want to have a, have a healthy mindset going into this. And not second-guess ourselves, not play the what-if game, try to outsmart somebody or outsmart the market. We just need to take a long-term view and know that today is going to be higher or lower than tomorrow, and tomorrow is going to be higher or lower than the next day, and not really consider much else, and just let it go. So I hope this gives you some new perspective. I hope this helped add on to last episode and we really just want to continue to build the zoomed out perspective of what investing over a long period of time actually means. Because I think we need a healthy dose of this in our culture because the way our culture talks about it, it's not healthy. And it feels scary. It feels intense. And it's causing people to either make bad choices or to be paralyzed with fear. And both have scary outcomes. That's all I have for today. Take care, guys.